Welcome back and good morning. This is the two things that attract God's power to your life. You do not want to miss this. This is part two to this two-part series and you're going to want to stick around to the end because I have something very special for you. It's all going to tie the dots together. It's going to connect everything we covered yesterday and what we're going to cover today and it's going to make sense to you how to walk in the power of God. I want you to type in the comments for me today. Say, I will walk in God's power. I will walk in God's power. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, Mercy. Mary. Bread. It's quite the name. Crystal. Kimberly Walker. Hello. Ryan Starks. God bless you. I wake up every day and I choose to walk in God's power. And you can wake up every day the same way. I want you to give this video a thumbs up and send it to somebody. Like, share this live stream. Let's get information about the power of God out across the globe today. Keep liking, keep sharing. I want to get up to 100 viewers like we had yesterday. We averaged over 100 the whole time during yesterday's live stream. Let's get back up there today. Tanya, hello. Yesterday, on part one, I covered faith. Hey, Dilly Bop. Good morning, Dilly. Faith is the number one thing that attracts the power of God. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith, but on the contrary, God can't stay away from somebody that has faith. Every time somebody activated their faith, operated in faith, the Lord just couldn't help himself. He just he poured himself out. He answered whatever they wanted. And he showed himself strong on their behalf. When you operate in a lifestyle of faith, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. And we won't walk by what we see, but we'll walk by faith. You are justified with God by faith. When you walk by faith, you will walk in God's power. But... There's a second part to activating the power of God in your life. Many people can operate in faith, but they might only see a minuscule amount of God's power working in their life. You can up the notch. You can, like my pastor says, blow the lid off. Good morning, Megan. There's a lid on everybody's spirituality. Everybody, I work out a lot. And so I understand how plateaus happen. People go to the gym, they work out for four weeks, maybe eight weeks, and then they hit a plateau. They stop losing weight. They stop getting stronger. Suddenly, it looks like their progress has slowed down. It's called a plateau where you were going like this and now you're going like this. See, a lot of people think that Christianity is about hills and valleys, but it's not. It's about increase and plateaus, increase and plateaus, because the Bible says, I'll make you the head and not the tail. You will go up only and not down. 
God's intention is for you to progressively continue moving up, not to go up and down and up and down. No, but most people go up and then they hit a plateau and they're like, I'm in a valley. No, you're not. You're just in a plateau and you need to bust the lid off of it. You need to break the plateau and you need to move up higher. Somebody type in the comments today, I'm moving up higher. Good morning, John Stafford. So this second part of attracting God's power will make sure that you blow the lid off of every plateau in your spiritual life. When you work out and you hit a plateau, there's something that we call shocking the body. You must shock the muscle. If you were eating a certain diet and you hit a plateau, you must shock your metabolism. You got to change something up. You got to cut carbs out. You got to increase protein. You got to start eating different hours of the day. You got to stop eating late at night. There's things you must do to shock your body. Well, the Bible says that we have an inner man. There is a man that lives on the inside of us, the real us. That's your spirit man, your pneuma. Your spirit man is the inner man. And if there's a plateau, you must shock your inner man. The way you shock your inner man inner man, and you attract God's power to your life is by holy consecration. The more you live holy and the more you consecrate yourself, the more your spiritual capacity will increase. I want you to write this down. The Holy Spirit is attracted to holiness. The Holy Spirit is attracted to holiness. He's called the Holy Spirit. He's not called the halfway sanctified spirit. He's not called the I'm working on it spirit. He's called the Holy Spirit. He's attracted to holiness. When you live holy, that word holy means to consecrate, to set apart. To be totally separate than everything else and everyone else. God is holy. He is high and lifted up. He says, be ye holy as I am holy. Be set apart. Be different. When you're set apart from the ways of the world and the patterns of this world, God's Holy Spirit is attracted to you. And the power of God here on the earth is found in His Spirit. So if you want to attract the power of God to your life, you must consecrate yourself and live holy. A lot of people think living holy is just a... Thank you, Teddy Crow. A lot of people think living holy is just a, not watching dirty movies or not doing drugs and not going to the bar. But it's about much more than that. Living holy is your part of your relationship with God. God's part is that he made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He did his part. Our part is to now separate ourselves and be holy as he is holy. To be set apart and obedient to every good work. To be separate means to be fully obedient to God. 
And I'll show you what the Bible says. Hebrews 1.9. Look at this. The power of God is God's anointing in your life. Hebrews 1.9 says, You have loved righteousness. This is talking about Jesus. You have loved righteousness and you hated wickedness. That is a form of consecration. That is, I would say, the best, one of the best definitions of living holy, of being consecrated. Mary Green said, live your truth from your loving heart. No, don't live your truth from your loving heart. Live the truth. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. There is no such thing as your truth. There is only one truth, and it is the Bible. And that word became flesh. You have loved righteousness and you have hated wickedness. Are there areas of your life that you don't hate wickedness in? Are there areas of your life that you don't love righteousness in? Identify them. If there's areas of your life that don't reflect the holiness of God, get rid of them. And any area that you know the righteousness of God may dwell, pursue it. Being in the word, your prayer life, being plugged into a local church. Remember, righteousness has to do with God's system, how God does things. In the Old Testament, by following the law, they were made righteous in the eyes of God. Abraham, before the law, was made righteous in the eyes of God because he believed God and he did not weaken in faith. He gave glory to God in all of his circumstances. So to be righteous in the eyes of God means that you've submitted yourself to the way that God does things. Somebody type in the comments, I'm submitted. When Jesus came to be baptized by John the Baptist, John the Baptist said, thank you, Joey, I appreciate it. John said, good morning, Ty. John the Baptist told Jesus, he's his cousin. He said, I come to baptize in water for repentance. And for people that are just now jumping on here, make sure you give this live stream a thumbs up and share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that needs to know how to attract God's power to their life. This will help somebody today. And I thank you for sharing. Jesus came to John the Baptist, and in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, he said, Surely I baptize you in water for repentance of sins. But there comes one after me, whose shoes I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and with fire. And when Jesus came to be baptized... Remember what John the Baptist said. He said, no, I can't baptize you. You should be baptizing me. But Jesus said, no, John, you must baptize me in order to fulfill all righteousness. Even Jesus had to abide to the way that God has set things up in the earth. God set a system in place. There's a way he does things. Even Jesus came in the form of a man and submitted to God's ways. The way you attract God's power to your life is to submit to God's ways. 
Jesus said, I must be baptized in order to fulfill all righteousness so that I might be in right standing with God and that the Spirit might come upon me and remain. Hebrews 1.9, you have loved righteousness, meaning Jesus didn't try to do everything on his own and his own ways. He said, I say nothing other than what I hear my father say. I do nothing other than what I hear my father do or see my father do. He said, I've not come to fulfill my own will, but to fulfill the will of the one who sent me. Is your life about you or is your life about fulfilling the call of God that he's placed on your life? When you submit to God's call on your life, God's power will automatically be attracted to your life. When Jesus submitted to all righteousness, immediately the heavens were open. The Spirit descended upon him and remained, and there was a sound that came from heaven. And the Father said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. When you submit to God's call on your life and God's perfect will for your life, the heavens will open and God's power-filled Spirit will descend and remain upon you. You have loved righteousness and you have hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Did you know that God will actually anoint you more than your companions based on your obedience? God's anointing will operate more powerfully in your life than the people around you based on your ability to pursue righteousness and hate wickedness. To consecrate yourself and live holy. Not just not sinning, but being fully obedient. Remember, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was holy because he didn't sin. He was holy because he fulfilled all righteousness. He didn't sin. But all righteousness was fulfilled when he submitted to God's ways of doing things. So living free of sin is a no-brainer. That's the milk. The meat and potatoes is when you start submitting every area of your life to what God would have you do. I heard a story about a preacher one time who was so in tune. He's a pastor down in Texas. He was so in tune with the will of God for his life that he woke up in the morning and went to put on a jacket because it was cold outside. But he took the jacket off and he put it back and he grabbed the other jacket and put it on. And his friend said, why didn't you wear the other jacket? And he said, the Lord told me to wear this one today. You can live in such a place of holy consecration that God will tell you what clothes to wear that day. Pursue righteousness and hate wickedness. Listen to this. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. It is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Find relationships in your life that they don't love the Lord how you love Him and exit those relationships. You can still love them. You can still respect them. You can still honor them. But separate yourself from that. The word holy means to literally separate. If you got friends that are going to the bars on the weekends, separate yourself from those friends. If you got friends that are still cursing up a storm, they don't honor God with their lips, Separate yourself from those friends. The Bible says bad company corrupts good character. 
separate yourself from everything stained by the world. The Bible says God hates even the garment stained by the flesh. Leviticus 11.44 I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am holy. Do not make yourselves unclean by any creature that moves on the ground. Now, obviously, we're free from the uh, Levitical law. But the principle remains. Be holy as I am holy. Are your friends twerking on TikTok? Are all of your girlfriends posting booty pics on their Instagram? If you fall in line with the way that the world does things, you're going to get the results that the world gets. What are those results? Divorced teen pregnancy, STDs, drug addiction, anxiety, depression. Impartation works both ways. You'll receive impartation from a holy man and woman of God that you sit under, and you'll also receive impartation from an unholy person that you hang out with. Amber said, repeat the verse again. 1 Peter 1.16 and Leviticus 11.44. And listen to this. Isaiah 6.3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Do you want to see your life filled with the glory of God? Live holy. Holy, holy, holy. Anytime something is repeated in the Greek three times or in the Hebrew three times, in Hebrew tradition, when something is said three times, it is, it is triple emphasized. It is saying this is established. This is the way it is. Pay attention to this. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So it says, holy, holy, holy. What is God's main attribute? Attribute? He is love, but he is holy. The angels fly around the throne day and night for all of eternity, shouting, holy, holy, holy. If you want to see God's glory show up in your life, live holy. God's power is attracted to holiness. Don't go the direction the rest of the world goes. Somebody type this in the comments. Say, I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm not going to be like everybody else. Everybody else says, chill, bro. It's just a concert. It's just Travis Scott. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to go to church on Sunday. It's just a playlist. No, I'm not going to be like that. Everything I look at, everything I listen to, everything that comes out of my mouth, it will not be defiled, it will be holy, and it will be pure. In Jesus' name. Hebrews 12, 14 says this, Make effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness... No one will see the Lord. So firstly, it says, that's right, Amber, it's just a song at my wedding. Well, we don't drink, but we're going to have alcohol at the wedding. 
one of the most powerful ceremonies you can host in your lifetime to honor God. <laughs> We're going to defile it real quick. But listen to this. Hebrews 12, 14, make every effort to live in peace with all men to be holy. If you're not making effort to live in peace with men and you're constantly trying to cause problems with people, if you constantly see what's wrong in the body of Christ, if you constantly see what's wrong with people, you're going out of your way to not be peaceful. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. God's children are peacemakers. Now, that's not to say that we're doormats. We don't get walked on. It's not that we don't stand up for our faith and defend the deposit that's been put inside of us, defend our family, defend our country. That's not what I'm saying. But to be at peace with people is to be holy. And the Bible says without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And I'll tell you some experiences that I've, that I've witnessed by increase of holiness in my own life. And people that are jumping on right now, I want you to give this video a thumbs up and share it with somebody. We're at 75 live viewers right now. Let's get back up over to 100. When you live holy, the power of God is attracted to your life. Not many people will talk like this. Today, teaching people that sin will lead you to hell... Is not a very common topic, but it's true. The Bible says, "In the last day, many in the last days, many will depart from the faith." Well, if I'm departing from Ruston, Louisiana, where must I have been in order to depart? In Ruston, Louisiana. So many people will say, "Once, once saved, always saved, bro." No. The Bible says that many will depart from the faith. Meaning that there will be people in today's day and age that woke up this morning and said, I'm in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by tomorrow, they could be leaving the faith, departing from the faith. The way that you guarantee that that's not you, hey TJ, good morning, is by living holy and consecrated, set apart for God's use. And His power will be active in your life power for miracles, for signs and wonders. There was a great miracle working evangelist by the name of A.A. A. Allen back in the early 1900s and through the mid-1900s. He wanted to see God's miracle working power happen in his life. And so he fasted and prayed for three days and he said, Lord, I'm not leaving my closet until I get my answer. I need to know how to operate in your power. And on the third day, I believe it was, Jesus appeared to him and gave him 13 things that he had to take care of in his life to make himself holy and consecrated unto the Lord. And he said, if you'll do these three things, the miracle working power of God will flow through you when you pray for people. And he wrote a book. It's called The Miracle Working Power of God by A.A. A. Allen. And 11 of those things he writes about in the book. The other two he said were private and they were personal. So he didn't put them in the book. But I guarantee there's probably something in your life 
that you can etch out or that you can add to make yourself more consecrated and more holy unto God. And when you do so, you are guaranteed to see the oil of gladness come upon your life. You'll walk in the joy of the Lord. You'll walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. And you will experience God's power in your life everywhere that you go. Type this in the comments. Holiness equals power. And if you want to know more about this topic, you can go watch the video I did last week called Holiness Equals Power. We're going to put a link in the comments for you. If you want to see the power of God operate in your life at a very high level, you want to see healings, you want to see miracles, you want to see the gifts of the Spirit flow in your life, you want to see money miracles, you want to see God's favor come upon your life, if you want to see the power of God on display in your life, you've got to live holy. You've got to choose today. I'm drawing a line in the sand. I don't care if my family does that. I don't care if my friends do that. I don't care if people at my workplace do that. I don't care if the people at my school do that. I'm not doing it. If it doesn't serve the Lord, if it doesn't honor the Lord, I'm not doing it. I'm not like everybody else. I'm set apart for the works of God. Like Joshua said, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Wake up every day and say that. As for me in my house, I will serve the Lord. And watch God's power manifest in your life. I've seen it in my own life. The more consecrated you get unto God, the more you the more you cut out the fat and all the things that could be distracting to your life. And the more that you say, I'm all in with God. This is the path he's laid out for me. I will walk ye in it. When you decide that, I'm going down this path. God told Abraham and Moses and Joshua and David, he said, if you will meditate on my word and hearken to my voice, you will have good success in all you do. Everything you put your hand to will prosper. If you do not turn to the right or to the left, but you find the path and you walk down it, everything will line up and God's power will come behind your life. It'll just seem like promotions are handed to you. It'll seem like doors of opportunity are just being open left and right. The right people will be sent into your life. Your wife will be sent to you. Your husband will be sent to you. The blessings of God will be commanded upon your life and they will overtake you everywhere that you go as you consecrate yourself and you choose to live holy for God. And I speak that and I declare that over you. That every blessing of the Lord will be commanded on your life as you decide to live holy. Starting today. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Well, this is part two of our series, the two things that attract God's power to our lives. I believe this helps somebody today. And I want to pray for you that God's power shows up in your life in a mighty, mighty way. Before I pray for you, I want to give people an opportunity to give today. Jesus said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Because Luke 6.38 says, When you give, it is given back unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It says, Men will give generously into your bosom. 
When you take your finances and you plug them into the advancement of God's word, God takes the treasures of heaven and plugs them into you. It says God will make men from all areas and all walks of life give liberally into your bosom. The word bosom means the money pouch that people used to keep in their pants. That's what that word bosom means from the Greek. So he's saying, as you take your finances and you plug them into God's kingdom and the advancement of his word, God will make sure that men will give generously unto you. And I believe that'll be your case today. If you've been blessed today and you want to see God do a miracle in your life financially, I ask you that you would ask right now, Lord, what would you have me give? And whatever number he puts on your heart, be obedient to give. And we thank you for your giving. Every person that gives to this ministry, you make a major difference. And we're very thankful for you. The different ways that you can give are on your screen. Cash app at dollar sign Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can go to our website, RevivalWay.com and click Partner Financially Today. There's a link in the comments right now for you. You can click that link. Or you can also give on Super Chat on YouTube. And for those that don't know, this ministry feeds 1,500 kids every single month in other countries. And by your giving, you help us to be able to do that. We also have 11 other ministries that preach the gospel and save souls for the kingdom of God that we partner with financially each month. So we're feeding the 1,500 kids and there's 11 other ministries that we give to financially each month to help them preach the gospel just like you've chosen to connect with us. And so we're very thankful for your giving. Our purpose here is to reach this generation, to wake them up by the power of God, to make sure that they live holy and consecrated unto the Lord, and to watch God do a mighty, mighty revival in Generation Z. I believe Generation Z will be saved and I choose every day to do my part to help in God's plan for this generation. And the promise for you is that when you give to help us, the Bible says, my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. So God's riches will begin to manifest in your life as you take what you have and you help this ministry to advance the kingdom of God. So I'm going to give people a second to give today. We're very thankful for your giving. You make a big difference here. Also, if you're not following me on Instagram already, I want you to go follow me on Instagram. You can see on your screen here, there's my Instagram, Michael. We've got a 2.3, almost 2.4 million followers on TikTok. And we're coming up on 500,000 on YouTube. So we got to increase the old Instagram. We're only at 22,000 on Instagram. I want to see that number get to 100,000 in Jesus' name. And I believe you can help me. Glory to God. Amen, Amber. Amen. Well, let me pray for everybody. Father, in Jesus' name, every person today 
under the sound of my voice, as they decide to live holy and consecrate themselves, I ask that an increase of your power would become manifested in their lives. And Lord, every person that gives today to this ministry, whether they're watching live or after this is posted, I ask that you would increase their finances, promotions, bonuses, money to come liberally from men into their bosom. Angels, cause the word to work, cause the money to come, and Satan, take your hands off of our money in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for a whopper of a harvest. We give you the glory with our finances. And everybody that received it said amen. Amen and amen. Let's put up the graphic for three days of glory. If you don't have plans, or you know what, scratch that. Even if you do have plans for Labor Day weekend, I want to invite you to a powerful three days of glory. Come visit me, come visit my pastor, and come visit our church, Faith Church Ruston in Ruston, Louisiana. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for Labor Day weekend. We are going to have three power-packed meetings. If you like what you watch here on this live stream and on this channel, you will fall in love with my pastor, Pastor Stan Pody. He's a man of God. He's been in the ministry for over 20 years. He's got a solid church here in Ruston, Louisiana, and we would like to see you come. Registration is filling up quick. We have overflow room, but if you want to come, we want you to register so that we have a head count. We know how many people are coming. Registration is totally free. The link is in the chat right now. Nice. So if you want to register, you can click that link in the chat. And you can register to join us September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. And Pastor Mark Hankins is going to be finishing out the three days of glory Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We got a video for you. We're going to roll it right now. And you can watch this for more information. And then I'll see you right after the video. Hello, I'm Stan Pody, and I'd like to invite you to an exciting weekend coming up at Faith Church in Ruston. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Labor Day weekend, we are having three days of glory. We're going to have a power-packed weekend full of the Word, full of the power of God, and full of the joy of the Lord. And on Sunday morning, we'll have a very special guest. My pastor, Pastor Mark Hankins, will be with us for Sunday morning on the 4th. That's Friday night, Saturday night. We'll have a powerful time, and then Sunday morning with Pastor Mark Hankins. So plan to join us this Labor Day weekend for three days of glory. I hope to see you there. Well, he said it best. I know mercy's coming. I know uh, Amber and Jeremiah are going to try to come. I believe God's going to provide a miracle for them to come. I've been getting DMs and emails and contacts from people, and a lot of people are coming. We've got a ton of people registered already, and it's going to be packed. So you want to make sure to get here early each night. Make sure that you get here early each night and get here early Sunday morning so that you can get yourself a good seat and anybody that registers, when you register, we get your contact information and we're going to email you accommodations. We're going to email you different hotels in the area, different restaurants, different things that you can do if you come here with your family. So we're going to email you everything that you'll need to know about coming and spending the weekend with us. I highly encourage that you find a way to get here. It will change your life. 
If you're looking for a turnaround, if you're looking for a breakthrough, if you need healing in your body, if you need a miracle or you just want to be refreshed in the presence of God, make sure that you get here for three days of glory. Well, I love you and join me tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. We're going to be talking about what the Bible says about your money, about your finances and how you'll never have to be broke ever again. I'm going to teach you the secrets that the Bible gives about how to become a millionaire. Adios. I'll see you tomorrow. Hello, I'm Stan Pody, and I'd like to invite you to an exciting weekend coming up at Faith Church in Ruston. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Labor Day weekend, we are having three days of glory. We're going to have a power-packed weekend full of the Word, full of the power of God, and full of the joy of the Lord. And on Sunday morning, we'll have a very special guest. My pastor, Pastor Mark Hankins, will be with us for Sunday morning on the 4th. That's Friday night, Saturday night. We'll have a powerful time. And then Sunday morning with Pastor Mark Hankins. So plan to join us this Labor Day weekend for three days of glory. I hope to see you there.